Welcome to David's Speech. Welcome everyone. This is going to be a very in-depth understanding of what resistances are. Or not necessarily what they are, but how they work uh, or more like how they feel like how um, basically we're going to be talking about multiple understandings about resistances uh, how they work um, some things you may not know about resistances how they can um, really trap you um, because your mind is very sneaky when it comes to resistances. Um, sometimes it's simple, sometimes you can really be aware of it. But sometimes when the thing that you're trying to resist or avoid is so painful and so difficult to see, to uh, deal with it, it's so under overwhelming for the mind, that you can't, you almost can't even see it. Because your mind is so just willing to ignore it not even willing to ignore it it's actually to a certain ex to, to a certain level that to such a level that you don't even know that it's there um, and it it's really one of those things that you you don't really realize until you've done a lot of work until you're really aware uh, that you see that this is, this is happening um, and it's not so much a pushing away as it is a just locking behind a door and just not even noticing the door is there anymore. Like, it'd be like if you put something in a room, you lock the door and then you put a bunch of shit in front of the door so that you couldn't see the door anymore. And you, you had a bunch of stuff to distract you from that door, from that even, from that area even. So you wouldn't be able to see what was behind that door. Because um, there's about a thousand red herrings that your mind would put in your way. Um, that's how powerful some resistances can be. Um, um, it may not necessarily be resistances in the typical senses of the word. But I use it this way because um, that's really what they are. Um, the resistances to what... If not necessarily what is, then what you see, perceive things to be. Um, and they only come out in certain times when maybe you're really, really down, or maybe you're really angry, and then they just sort of pop up, and you're like, what the hell? Wow, I didn't realize I was like this. Or, wow, I didn't realize how crazy I was, or whatever. Uh, but because this thing has been pushed down, so forgotten and avoided... And not seen, you aren't even aware that they're there. Um, so, what is the resistance? Let me try and give you a, a very simple definition of what a resistance really is. Um, and this is by no means a complete definition, um, but basically, resistance is when 
you um, are against something or pushing it away. So say you have an emotion like anger. If you were to resist this anger, you would try and push it away, you try to avoid it, you try and suppress it, you know, you try and, and ignore it, or you try and seriously control it within yourself. Which actually, the control part is actually a, a natural, almost a natural, necessary uh, approach to anger. Uh, I might go into that in another episode, but uh, the problem is when you suppress it. Uh, but it's not just about emotions. It's also about parts of yourself. Uh, I've talked about this a little bit. Um, but one of the major, the most prevalent kinds of resistances that exist is what um, some people call the shadow. Um, and the shadow is, is, there's multiple aspects of or there's multiple, multiple levels of multiple levels of what the shadow could, you know, what the resistance to the shadow could entail. There's one level where you're aware of the resistance of, to the shadow, um, but you're not, and you're aware of the shadow. There's one level. There's one level that where you're aware that you're doing or feeling or thinking something. Uh, and resistance is something else, but you don't really know what that something else is, or um, say you you're angry, or you you have a strong emotional reaction because you your mind doesn't want to show you something. You know this, but you don't know what the something is. Um, there's that level, and then there's even the level where this shadow is so suppressed and so under under um, noticed. Uh, it's, it's not even a notice. You know, there's most resistances are where you notice that you are avoiding or trying to or trying to stop or trying to get rid of something that's happening inside you or outside you or whatever and then there's another level where you don't even know that you're you're resisting because you're not avoiding things in that overt sense instead what happens is hold on let me pause this real quick So basically at a certain point in time what might have happened is <clears throat> this thing, whatever it was that you, your mind was against or your mind tried to destroy or suppress or whatever managed to do so. But because you were so strongly affected by emotions you weren't necessarily aware that this was happening or, you know, you were in such a difficult time that you didn't really pay all that much attention or something like that. And then over the years, 
you know, you're, you forgot about it or... And so when this started coming up, or if it did start to come up, it would come up periodically and you're like, wow, what is happening here? Um, and then you would look at it and you would go, wow, I did not know this was happening. Why is this happening? What is, what is the purpose of this? Often what would happen instead of doing that as most people would say because the emotion reaction would be so strong or the thoughts would be so strong and dark uh, that you would be like oh this is wrong this is shameful and so this process would keep repeating itself that's basically how that starts how you, this process starts and then you forget and then it comes up again, it keeps coming up, it comes, keeps coming up until you eventually you say, why is this happening? What is, what is causing this? And then you look at it and you go, oh, well, this, this is happening because of this, 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 and this, or, you know, you become aware of this or whatever. But because so long it has been locked behind this door and there's been so many things put in front of this door you don't even know it's there anymore and unless it comes out and in dark moments or whatever um, it's really pretty impressive actually how, you, how your mind does this it's very sneaky does this because and why it does this is because it has such a strong negative reaction towards this thing oh, this thing is wrong it's shameful and bad and other stuff but it's more than that it's, it's more about <laughs> the emotional reaction that your mind has to this uh, and you and you know because we have these ideas like bad and shameful and shouldn't be or whatever this this then takes your mind and says makes your mind say oh well if this shouldn't be then we should put this behind the door we should forget about it and we shouldn't even think about it again but we don't really say it in those terms we don't even really even look at it in those terms um, but what happens is that we are blocking ourselves from uh, seeing this. And this, this has several, uh, you know, problems. That several things that happen in, as a result. One of them is it may take months, it may take days, or it may even take years, but eventually there will be a tired time. It usually happens in darker moments. You know, when you're down or you know, whatever it is, you're really, you know, emotionally overwhelmed or something. This something will come out. It's usually some kind of characteristic that your mind has like you know 
violent thoughts. You know, maybe you're secretly a pedophile and your mind doesn't want you to realize this or something like this. Um, I mean, it's a really dark example, but it happens. You know, you have your mind to blame for... Not really to blame, um, but you have to, your mind is very aware of these things and very it's very aware of trying to avoid these things. Um, it's just not aware um, consciously. Uh, and so when it's not aware consciously, when it is just like and you can tell that it's happening. You can tell that it's aware, it's it's trying to avoid it by the uh, strong emotions that it has. Uh, and you don't know why it's happening. That's when you know that it's aware that there is something that it doesn't want you to see. That it, you know, has tried to hide or whatever. Um, your mind is very much like a magnet. Uh, I made an episode just a little bit about, I would go about how attachments, you could see attachments and resistances as magnets in your mind. In that regard, that is what happened here. But to such an extent that this magnet has almost literally shut you off from this thing, and unless something happened, and because this thing cannot just disappear, it, it doesn't work that way. Uh, it comes back. It has to, as you know, um, because it's unresolved in you. This whatever it is, this characteristic or this aspect of you that your mind is trying to deny, or hide, or blind you from, whatever it is, or keep you from, basically. Um, this problem can persist for years. And it really is a hard thing to look at and see within yourself some of the darker aspects because your mind is like, you know, you know, I talked about this in my last episode, but basically... The way your mind basically works is, for the most part, pleasure over pain. And even when there is some pain involved that your mind is seeking, is giving to itself, it's because it, it derives some kind of pleasure from this. Um, and even when you know it's, it has to do with other things like ideas and beliefs and ideology, there's still, there's this, there's still this paradigm being played out. Um, so in this instance, it has to do with, because there's so much pain, um, I'd say they're being blocked off, because the more that you ignore this, the more that this goes on, the stronger it can kind of, kind of go. Um, and believe me, it gets, it's a, it can get very dark, and, uh, it's one of those things where you, you, you can never, you can, you can never be prepared for it when it happens, 
because you, you because you don't even know it exists really and you don't really know why it exists you may know it exists and that it may happen but you don't know really why it's happening because not, because you're not really looking at it you're not look, trying to go through it you're just trying to like bury it and trying to forget it and so you do things you know, people, some people turn to alcohol some people turn to sex some people turn to television or music Anything to keep keep themselves from looking at whatever this is that they're trying to keep from themselves. Um, uh, so even though there there is a darker aspect to this um, that exists. Within, you know, within this resistance, uh, within this shadow that you're trying to hide from yourself and the world or whatever, there's also, you know, the reason why your mind is trying to get, ignore it to, to this degree is because it brings so much pain. Because there's so much pain that's locked in there. But because it, it isn't looking at this pain, because it's not seeing it, it doesn't grow. It doesn't realize why nothing seems to be changing at all. Even though your mind likes um, things to sometimes be the same, uh, because it has this level of things buried and, you know, suppressed. Or whatever phrase you want to go use, maybe it's repressed, I don't know. I can't remember. Um, but because it has this happening, it can't grow, it can't really change much, it doesn't really feel much, um, unless, you know, this comes out in some nights, or whatever. Um, and it doesn't really have self-awareness, especially when it comes to this particular thing, whatever it is. Um, and it's something... Yeah, something that I've had to deal with. It's uh, it's a very sneaky thing. Your mind, you'll know when it's there because your mind is very willing to just call it wrong or shameful um, and all these things. I've learned to try not to use those phrases because they don't really, sh it, they don't really uh, help you understand what it is, what it really is, what it actually is. You, so, you may be wondering, how do I get rid of this? How do I deal with it? Well, from what I've noticed, from what I've understood from dealing with this, um, you can't really deal with it by trying to get rid of it. The only way you can deal with it is by going through it, by you know, feeling it, understanding it, going through what resistances your mind has towards this thing and going through whatever this thing is itself. And over, over time, eventually what happens may take some time, may take, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe take years, but eventually you'll stop. Uh, if, if not stop it completely, it stops itself uh, um, 
to a large extent because you worked through most of it. Because most of it isn't because of this thing itself. It's because of your ideas about the thing. Oh, I, I, I think violent thoughts or whatever. Whatever it is. Um, I'm a bad person because of this. Character, this quality... Like I said, most of the reason why this has such power, why, well, most of the reason why it's so powerful isn't because of the thing itself. It's because of your perception of the thing. There's a uh, episode, uh, a video I made earlier today. I think I put it on this podcast, actually. Um, where I talked about how, yeah, I did put it on the podcast. I called it, what was it? Understanding self-consciousness. Basically what I talked about was most of the reason why anxiety happens isn't because of the, you know, the thing itself. It's because of how you perceive the thing itself. And this is true for this as well. It's true for, you know, depression and sadness for the most part. Um, when if you're grieving for a loved one or something, it's one thing. Um, but if you're sad because of, you know, you somebody broke up with you, it's not because that pro- person broke up with you, for the most part, that's making you sad. It's because you've perceived this as bad or you perceived yourself as needing this person or because you've had such an expectation about this relationship that now you perceive this as bad because it's gone and now you're sad. So it's not about the thing itself. It's about your perceptions about the thing itself. It's very important um, understanding, really. Because your mind has about a thousand judgments a day. And most of those judgments are inaccurate and aren't actually perception or aren't actually uh, reality itself. But because we aren't all that aware, we we don't realize it. Like we don't realize it, this at all. And so, we end up falling into this trap over and over and over again. And we keep telling ourselves we're wrong, we're failures, and, you know, all these things. I can't tell you how many times I've, you know, I've fallen into this trap. I know how this works. I don't really want to go too deep into it, but, uh, you know what happens? That's why... I don't use paradigms like right or wrong anymore, good or bad anymore. Um, not in the ways that most people use them. Uh, the ways that I use the ideas of good and bad in this case has to do with what um, works versus what doesn't work, or what healthy versus what's not healthy. And uh, what's better for what I'm choosing to do versus what isn't. Because um, 
things like right and wrong are perceptions of reality. They're not reality itself. Like I said, 99% of what causes your strong emotions aren't because of the thing itself. It's because of your perception of the thing itself. I'll make that 99%, but like 90 to 95% of it is caused by your perspective concerning reality rather than reality itself. Um... You know, it's one of those problems that I find with spiritual... Well, not just spiritual. Well, that too, I suppose. But, you know, self-improvement, self-help is that people just want, like, a quick fix. Like, oh, give me, like, a 15-minute video on how to cure depression. uh, And how to get rid of the shadow. I'm sorry, but it just doesn't work that way. Especially when it comes to something that is deeply... Deeply ingrainedly, uh, in, uh, deeply, um, almost ingrained, ingrainedly suppressed within you, repressed emotions and characteristics and whatnot. They can't just be dealt with in 15, 20 minutes. It takes time to get rid of the, um, Resistance that you have with this thing. Which means that you have to sit there and go through the pain. To go to the other side of this. Because you have... Your mind has decided to... um, Basically... Keep you so... Keep this thing so suppressed and bottled up within itself that you can't even see it. Not at first. And so you have to go through this process of digging, basically what you're doing. Think of it this way, right? So when when the mind sees this thing, whatever this, this characteristic, this aspect, um, what it sometimes does Especially if it has strong emotions and beliefs about it, is it buries it deeper and deeper and deeper the more that it, you know, sometimes it sees it. And so, what you're doing is you have to sit there and dig and dig and dig deeper and deeper and deeper to find this because you've dug it this hole so deep. Uh, and, you know, do, digging this hole so deep, you know, basically you're burying your authentic self. Um, well, it may not be your authentic self, it is authentically a part of what your mind is, at least. And so when you're bearing this stuff, what it does is um, it creates this turmoil and creates these problems. By the way, I'm not saying that you, you act on these characteristics once you've uncovered them, once you realize what they are. I'm not saying these that you, you go, oh, these, these things are good now. I'm just, I can just use them. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying to look at, look at them. Become aware of them. Become aware of what they are. Why they are. Become aware, most of all, of your perceptions of them. 
um, a lot of these spiritual people, uh, not that there's anything wrong with them, um, but a lot of them are stage green. I've noticed that a lot of them are, are very much about some things, but in, in some ways a lot of them are not necessarily against certain things, but aren't willing to go deeper. It seems like. Either because they don't want to or because they don't realize they can go deeper. Or that because they don't or haven't had the understanding and the training to go deeper. Um, that's why I really like actualized.org. Um, it's helped me to go deeper and deeper in this sort of stuff because you have to go deep sometimes in order to really um to grow not even necessarily to grow but to become more aware I think awareness is overlooked more than it really should be um you know you might have a lot of people in self-improvement like saying, saying sitting there going aware and become more aware it's really dumb I don't want to become more aware I'm aware right now. But the truth is, you're probably not. Um, unless you have become really aware of yourself, unless you observe yourself constantly, uh, or at least observe yourself every once in a while for like months, at least once or twice a day for months on end, you don't, you, you have, you're not aware. I'm sorry, you're just not. And if you think you are, then you're... Um, what's actually happening is that so you can think of it this way um so you have memories right like every pretty much everybody says they have a memory about um what they were doing around 9-11 if they're you know in america or whatever um <clears throat> when there's there's some problems with that but i'm not going to that in another episode but uh, basically that's the same thing as what you're doing when you're saying I'm aware most people aren't actually all that aware most people think they're aware because they have memories or because for a second because you ask them if they're aware they become aware but they're not but they're not, for the most part for the rest of the time they're not actually aware And because they're not aware, they're not growing really, they're not changing, they're not learning from themselves, they're not becoming some more self-aware, they're not becoming some kind of actualized being, um, they're, not becoming, they're not becoming more spiritual, more enlightened, more wise, they're just doing the same old things every day. And, you know, I'm not saying that you have to like do special things every day. I'm not telling you to do anything special. I'm not, all I'm telling you, all I'm telling you to do is to observe yourself every day, five minutes every day. That's it. If you don't want to do five minutes, you can do two minutes, or you know, one minute for you know five times a day, or two minutes three times a day. We make it six minutes. It ain't complicated. Um, but really what it's about, um, 
is observing yourself in times when you're not when you're just doing what you're regularly doing and so you, you see how you really are because um, most people don't really realize how they really are um, they have these ideas about themselves oh I'm an artist I'm a, I'm a creative thinker I'm an intelligent person um, but those are just singular characteristics they're not the bulk of you they're not, they're not the whole of you there's a lot more to you than this. Um, so, I don't know. It's a longer episode, I suppose, but uh, I just wanted to make this to explain what, you know, to, to uh, warn you about this, this idea, this problem about resistance is that you may have them so deep that you don't even realize So, anyways, this is David Speaks, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.